listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Wednesday, wrapping up the week. The official weapon of the show is phone chair. The chair. And the unofficial sport... <laughs> and bullet ball extreme that's right y'all um check us out um don't forget you can leave feedback by doing all the stuff you see in the show notes um uh i was trying to think is there anything else nothing really you know that was it that was for the that there you go that's all the information you need to be aware of uh right now um and uh you know this episode goes out to tim scott and his new fiance mindy <laughs> Um, hopefully they stop having enough passionate heterosexual love making and they can take time to listen to this episode between rounds uh karen do you have any banter today <laughs> i do it ain't much but i got it okay I got one. all right well let me uh pull up a beat for you banter me my ne- my guy <laughs> my negro <laughs> negrest <laughs> my black my african-american banter me please and i may have already said this but, okay but i'm gonna uh say it again because it's been on my mind i am uh really really excited about the things we've been doing i lost some weight and i'm very excited about that and i didn't oh even- what are you trying to say about all your fat friends karen you can't be proud of that why can't i be proud that, that's I lost the, the weight, not them a triggered and attacked. Okay, go ahead. Child, you just be triggered then. That's your problem. Wow. Um, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> nah, that's uh, nah, it's, it's good. I mean, uh, and it's mostly through just diet. Cause, uh, and not a diet, but di- diet the noun. Because mm-hmm. uh, I do most of the cooking and stuff mm-hmm. here. So you kind of just been eating what I cook. <laughs> Uh, so, I, I have, yeah. and uh, with us doing like some of the changes, and some of the changes I know are going to be permanent changes because some of the things I like, like I was saying, yeah, we have the luxury of of trying shit and be like, ooh, I like this, ooh, this is nasty, don't buy it no more. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, because of that, we've been actually doing these things. Like, right? Is this these calif- color cauliflower bites? Thank or you. Something like cauliflower that. bites, which are expensive, by the way. Healthy food is healthy snacks cost a lot. Yes, and that's why when like, people be like, you it really costs get, a lot of much, a lot of money. I'm like, yes, you really get a handful of snacks. Like it's really in this bag. It's really like serving size one, basically. Yes, like, it is seven dollars for one serving size, and it and it got the nerve on the front to be like a pound of cauliflower in each bite. I'm like, yeah, before it was dehydrated and turned into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice try motherfuckers nice try and and so i get why people you know and people act like um people are just talking outside of their ass when they be like yeah i get two cheeseburgers for a dollar i get this salad for 15 like the fuck well, is this well that was before infla- the inflation and the, the, um, the i mean i mean yeah i mean yeah i feel like now coming the burgers out, is just as expensive coming out the pandemic i feel like 
it's thirty dollars to go to McDonald's. So now they took away our one excuse. It is thirty dollars. Used to, to go be to like, McDonald's. man, I could go buy the ingredients for a salad. That's thirty dollars. I go up to McDonald's. It's only five ninety nine for Not a quarter no pound meal. Now it's, it's like everybody done seventeen ninety nine. You like fuck you, yes. motherfuckers. You call him a bluff. Yes, everybody done raised them, uh, raised them prices. You know, everybody's combos and shit is you know jump through the roof you know i remember at one period of time a a uh big mac was 299 320 with tax i'm in north carolina y'all at one period of time but you know you cannot find anything almost menus any combo less than six dollars like six or seven dollars per per combo you know and so i think that making the choices that we be making and the decision i, I didn't even realize that i had went to the doctor and she was like, oh, you lost what I was like, I have. I, I just didn't realize it. And I think getting a lot of, uh, uh, naturally getting rid of a lot of sugar and drinking more water and things like that just kind of caused the weight to go down. It wasn't on purpose. Like, that wasn't the intended goal, but that's kind of the outcome of it, and I'm very proud of that. Cool. Yeah, I, um, you know, I've been losing weight uh, since December and stuff, but once again, it's just more about being active and shit like that and uh certain trying new stuff you know different foods and stuff like that but i like i I always feel conflicted about even sharing this stuff because i don't want my goal is not to make anybody feel bad i'm not trying to motivate somebody else Mm -mm. i'm just talking about my life and And my banter and we talk about our lives right regardless you know if it helps anybody today i i did eat um like uh, some thin mints and uh you know the serving size is uh one sleeve so you know i, I went ahead and knocked one, a servant out today because uh, i was craving i didn't i didn't even uh go to the gym today because i was uh kind of sore so uh but i plan on going tomorrow and stuff but yeah so you know listen i'll share the ups and the downs okay right what should i say the delicious days and uh uh the, the not so delicious days right because uh when i talked to the doctor you know they were telling me they were like hey hey uh y'all going in the right direction you know you're still doing like telling them about the hello fresh and all that stuff they're like you're doing the hello fresh you're going in the right direction and it's also uh one of those things where they was like you're not going to ever get to zero sugar so you know most people Particularly in America, most everything you consume has. Well, that's not that's not a a goal. No, that wasn't a goal. So that's not like it's, you know, I'm not like I'm not beating myself up over eating those cookies. Those Mm -mm. like I I did it and it's back to the grind. You know, like it's still it is what it what it is. I think in the past I would have do something like that and then I would just be like, well, fuck it, you know, and (laughs) not perfect. Guess I can go back to just shit, you know. So I'm just trying to balance it out. But I like once again, I'm not trying to turn the podcast into just talking about this all the time because I think Mm-mm. it does bother people. And I know I I feel a way about always talking about my body and shit for other people when it's not really about them. But um, uh, uh, but you know I'm not trying to shut shut you down uh, if, if that's what you want to share. Yes, and it, and it's something that I want to share. And like I said, you get something from it, you don't. Like, whatever you choose to eat, not to eat, your body is your body. I don't have anything to do with that. This is just me sharing my story and, uh, and you know, and me um, talking about the things that I've personally been experiencing. And this is a positive outcome for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Uh, I will add that uh, shout out to the people that are fans of race and racism race nerds and i say that because 
uh there's so many things that aren't spoken about in blatant racial terms because it's not okay right to do that in professional spaces Mm-mm. but as a sports fan the fact that we are setting up for a another race war in the super bowl i'm i'm peeping the game already okay we had race war we had the first skirmish in the race war this weekend josh allen versus patrick mahomes has become a race war now listen none of these niggas are gonna admit it they go on tv they be giddy as fuck josh allen lost just black people smiling making the same arguments that white people made about lamar jackson and they be so happy to make them and they be so and it'd be so good to me because i know the unspoken part is they can't say i'm smiling because i'm black and the white quarterback that white people love that think is better than the black quarterbacks lost again to the black quarterback you know and yes Mm -hmm. we are claiming all of patrick mahomes um nice try uh my militant blacks that also love race and don't love sports that much right um you know it reminds me of uh like when you get to the Super Bowl this year, the NFC has two white quarterbacks going at it. The AFC has two black quarterbacks going at it. No matter what the outcome is, it's gonna be black versus white again in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and that shit is hilarious to me. Yeah. I, I, it's only hilarious because they can't say it. It's just right. it would be different. Like all the fun would go out of it. If everyone would admit what they were doing. White people do this all the time. Yes, and do. I know it has to be the bane of the existence of, you know, my 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 folk my black folks that do sports analysis. It's gotta be the bane of their existence. Cause the one thing you can't say is white people are being racist, white people are showing favoritism to a white guy. It's the third rail, it shuts down all conversations. But the equal and opposite is true. They can never tell you as a black person that you're only rooting against this guy because he's white or you're only rooting for this quarterback because he's black. I agree. So then I love watching sports the like day after one of these race bowls and you get everybody doing the like, you know, like I'm not touching you, like putting their finger right in your face, but going, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And so I feel like that's what this week has been. And I've been really enjoying the race part of sports. And there's a lot of y'all that get involved in this. Mm-hmm. None of y'all, I shouldn't say none. 99% of y'all don't care about Caitlin Clark. Mm-mm. Caitlin Clark is a bad motherfucker. I'll be catching her game sometimes and I'm like, I can't believe this is a fucking person. She How has the been, fuck? She been balling. But the y'all were there to argue about her in that race war last year yes y'all were now y'all don't give a fuck number two in the country out here just balling her ass out breaking all the records and shit nobody gives a fuck yeah uh like lsu is with angel reese is you know having some having some issues where she ended up like being kind of suspended from the team for a while and Mm -hmm. all this stuff uh, South Carolina is still South Carolina and stuff, but you just don't hear a lot. Now, when the when the uh, March Madness gets here again, if we get another one of these, this white girl dancing on these black people with these threes. Yeah, she going to be dancing. The white, the, the racism bowl is going to come right back. Of course. It's going to come right the fuck back. And so I'm looking forward to yeah, that experience because I like it, but I don't say nothing about this white woman. Cause I right, you know, I remember JL Covan basically being like Steven from Django for her, uh, but I I can't wait because 
most of these people don't care about the sport they care about racism right and it's just amazing how much racism is a sport in america it is it really is that's shit that y'all don't care about people don't care about but you find a racial angle all of a sudden everyone's a fucking expert overnight you know because we all know those races you know those hints and those dog whistles and it don't take long to get in where you fit in but man I, I I'd be a liar if I said I don't actually I, I actually do really enjoy when these when they have these conversations and they can't say the truth because you know that's the freedom of having this podcast I could just be like oh no 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 we like that quarterback because he's black right you know like t- technically a lot of black people should be rooting for Josh Allen because Josh Allen is exactly what um he's exactly in that place that so many black quarterbacks have been the only difference is white people love that guy. Mm-hmm. They really are like, no, he's better than the black quarterback. He's better than the ones that got Super Bowls. He the best, even though he's he keeps losing. And if you go, well, what about Lamar Jackson? They're like, the worst. Motherfuckers should play running back. And, oh, it's the best. Oh, racism. Never stop. Thank you. <laughs> right. Never stop. Uh, someone asked a question. How's the weightlifter coming along for you? Right? It don't start till uh, I'm not meeting a personal trainer until Friday, so um all right let's get into oh go ahead i'm sorry oh that's it oh did you did you uh have an article about clayton and clark no it's not an article this is my banter no 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 remember she got punched that would probably be for balls deep oh, okay yes we're talking about down the balls deep yeah uh my bad <laughs> all right let's because <laughs> i was like i had something to say about that we'll talk about that on thursday behind the paywall teaser right. all right let's get into some other news and stuff we got other stuff to cover um let's see uh boom let me see what you want to be you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby lgbtq news we're trying to take us down but we still around we lit we lit i try to still shine but we on the ride we lit we lit Uh, Trump allowed doctors to deny care to LGBTQ plus patients. Biden just eliminated the possibility. The dangerous rule was blocked by the courts, but Biden just wiped it off the books. Um, So, yeah, the rule would allow doctors and other medical professionals to refuse to treat patients for religious reasons. Pregnant women and LGBTQ plus community were targets of the rule. Uh, the workers who could claim a religious exemption to do their job included doctors, nurses, pharmacists, billing staff, receptionists, and emergency responders. Now, I think if we're going to say we have inalienable rights to the pursuit of health and wealth and liberty and all this shit, this is definitely against someone's civil rights for you to be a doctor and be like, I'm not going to take care of you because of my religion. And my religion is just against you existing or you you know, whatever it is you're doing, you know? And my thing, I've always had a problem with this. I, I always. Because your job is the general public. Like, your job is to deal with the masses of people. Like, that's your job. You know, when you, quote, unquote, took your oath with the school and shit, it was like, this is a human body. This is how function, all that shit. All this other shit is irrelevant. Can you do your job or not? And my thing is, okay, it's religious reason. Well, get somebody else in here that can fucking do it. Then. My thing is you shouldn't have a job if your religion supersedes your ability to do the job. Then I don't agree. have a job. Because you're, you're in a situation where you have the Hippocratic Oath 
like your your you pledged your your services and your expertise to this shit and then mm-hmm. you just turn around and be like yeah um i don't feel like it and keep in mind a lot of this stuff they say religious but it was religious to them when they were denying interracial marriages it was yes. religious to them when they were saying black people shouldn't sit in a certain section of it like it religion is whatever their bigotry is so mm-hmm. whatever they b- bigotry believes is what their religion decides to be and morphs into um so yeah i'm glad the biden administration struck that shit down um and i would just cu- i would just caution to me if the biden administration can strike it down the trump administration could put it right back if they get elected yes, so they can. The none of this stuff matters. is written in stone mm-hmm. i would hope that people would have learned that years ago but mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see we, if they did we will see um but yeah uh let's see uh biden administration also calls out burundi's president for saying gay people should be stoned to death oh no yeah um once again we've talked about this before in certain african countries we have a lot of missionaries that are typically white people with a lot of money that go into these countries and and they get money money. and they Mm -hmm. try to change the rules and get their laws passed that they can't get passed in other countries right um because a lot of times the 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 pockets of the people at the top is like lined with this this religious money and shit um so yeah he said he called homosexuality a curse on the country and said that he wanted to put gay people in the stadium and stone them to death um so the state department spokesperson matthew miller put out a statement the united states is deeply troubled by president uh in i think this is india shimi shimi's uh remarks uh targeting certain vulnerable and marginalized burundians um and you know once again a lot of times what what we end up doing is kicking these countries out of trade deals that's what Mm -hmm. we did with uganda just like last week or a few weeks ago um and so that may be what has to happen with this too because one of the only leverages we have is to have um you know these trade deals right because we like hey doll y'all can't be doing this like this is fucked up yeah, it's another reason when people say stuff like, so y'all found money for blank, but not this. A lot of this stuff is using money to try to engender goodwill that because you, you're you not going to be able to use military might and you also don't want um, other countries coming in and influencing shit. But uh, yeah, still nothing you can, you know, at the end of the day, if these countries decide to go rogue and just go, well, at least we're getting this money from the i don't know church of latter-day saints or something ain't really shit we can do nope uh gay republican defends the gop even after conservatives surrounded him and shouted slurs what <sighs> that, that boy that's an oxymoron i do not get it me either what it does nothing no sense last night in phoenix i was confronted surrounded by some white supremacists that don't like gays or blacks in the republican party it shouted the n-word and the f-word at me to make their point however i served in iraq i never backed down ever Faggot! 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 
these people are all on camera, by the way. You can see all their faces. Nothing's not blurred care. out. They're surrounding the guy. Right. And at the same time, this dude is still voting for Trump. He's still Republican. He's still going to their events. Mm-hmm. They what, are out there. What is this? Mental illness? A cold? And then to to think that, you know, somebody would go on the air and be like, y'all just voting for massive Biden or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to events getting called the N word and the F word. Show me what they've done to, to earn my vote over there. Right. Show me what, what like how what am laws I get, and policies they pass that I fucking benefit from. I'm getting off the democratic plantation for the people saying the N word. I'm trying to understand. So I'm going from the democratic plantation to just the regular plantation, just back to plantation. Um, Smith appeared on CNN Newsnight this week to discuss the incident, and he insisted that the people chanting him weren't representative of Trump supporters. Whatever. Instead, they were actual neo-Nazis and actual white supremacists. There were about 20 to 25 of them. Yeah, and I saw they probably support Trump. What the fuck are we talking about here? Y'all all at the same event, fam. Right. Y'all all lining up for the same guy. Mm-hmm. He said that he has always been accepted by Republicans as a gay man, as a black man. I had no idea that this really even existed out there until I was confronted with this type of racial. The hatred. lies, the lies. I don't believe you. Right. Oh, man. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's disheartening, but it's like, are you really programmed like that? And, Normally, you know, my heart goes out to anyone discrimin- the, the, uh, you know, being discriminated against, but right. at the same time... I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. Like, you, going you did went out and defended it. Whooping. Well, it's not like you had a wake-up call. Right. You went out there and defended it. Like, oh, no, those people don't really count as Trump voters. Those are Trump voters. You don't have to feel like they're the majority of them, but they are... Those They count. Yes, they do. Um, he says, if you want to have uh, host Abby Phillips stopped him and asked him if he really had no idea there was a fraction of the faction of the Republican Party that espouses racist and anti-LGBTQ views. Fam, it's party platform for y'all. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis runs on this. Yes, he does. What do you think woke means and being anti-woke? And what do you think uh, CRT is and being anti-CRT? What do you think these book bannings are? Right. He said, if we want to have a conversation about white supremacy, let's have a conversation about the white supremacy that happens on both sides, okay? He responded defensively after correcting Philip by saying she uses gay and lesbian and not LGBT. He then said that every single day on social media, the left attacks him for being black. He didn't mention any specific examples. I'm sure they do calling him a coon i'd be a goddamn right they like look what the fuck is this nigga yeah i'm sure i'm sure they do uh hit them with that all the time coons will be coons what do you want me to say and it's probably because you go out and defend the same people that you know talk about you like this yes and you yeah. vote and you vote alongside them <laughs> right we don't have these clips floating around in any democratic circles or like yeah, man, they was circling this black dude to call him the N-word and the F-word. And uh, anyway, go Biden. Like, there, there's a difference in the parties. It's okay to admit that. Right. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, Oklahoma has hired the libs of TikTok, uh, Shia Reichick, uh, to help censor public school books. The state's education chief says Reichick will make schools safer for kids even though her posts have inspired bomb threats at local schools yes so libs of tiktok is a woman uh who 
doxes people. Uh, she's been doxed herself. Um, she will like put say something happened, whether it's true or not, about certain like school districts and accuse people of stuff. And then the people that follow her are such rabid followers of her social media account that they have been known to do. This led to multiple bomb threats, death threats against schools, teachers, students, and children's hospitals, including two Oklahoma schools. But um, now. Uh, Ryan Walters, the right-wing superintendent of the Oklahoma State Department of Education, has appointed her uh, to the liberal to the Library Media Advisory Committee. Uh, Jacaris, how sway, bitch? What? Right. As fucking much as teachers are underpaid, bus drivers are underpaid. You lost a bunch of people for COVID. Like the school system is fucking underfunded, and you put somebody that's not goddamn qualified that doesn't have a fucking degree and know what the fuck they're doing. That's actually going to stop fucking chaos in your whole goddamn school system. This shit don't make no motherfucking sense. Uh, yeah, and uh, they have their own reality there. We are so divided on social media and in real life. They have their own set of facts, and so she's a hero to the right. She's like a person they hold in high esteem. Chaya is on the front lines showing the world exactly what the radical left is all about, lowering standards, pouring in schools, and pushing woke indoctrination on our kids. Because of her work, families across the country know just what is going on in schools around the country. Her unique perspective is an invaluable part of my plan to make Oklahoma schools safer for kids and friendly to parents. And I guess my, th- I guess my thing was to fuck them. How is this even a lie? How, how, how can a school board person just be like, hey, you unqualified person, come here and do a job. I guarantee you it's somebody in there that can do the job and do the job right it's uh because people vote and then the people you vote in can appoint people to certain things they probably always appointed people but a lot of these are not rules they are not written down the appointments are not you know uh necessarily uh voted on and so in the past because people took the job seriously right. and because people that got voted in were qualified to a certain extent or i shouldn't even say in the past that's not true sometimes people will just take it seriously and appoint somebody that will do the job. And sometimes you have shit like this. And we've, you know, if you studied the history of America, this has happened before and it will happen again. And it's the danger of checking out of the voting system. It's the danger Mm -hmm. of white people and their need to have their feelings validated as if they're factuals. Uh, you know, so hey, my feelings are hurt. My kids' feelings may be hurt if you guys talk about history as it actually happened. So, because of all that, we're gonna cover it up with lies. We're gonna empower this TikToker, uh, to decide who and what gets published in our school system. And 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 I think this was frustrating me the, the most out of it, and it's very frustrating because everybody in your school system isn't white. So you have a lot of black or straight, right? Yeah. Black, brown, Latinos, LGBTQ, trans, all these different people in your, cause your school system is humongous probably. And so you have all these different people in your school system and you're going, we're not even going to represent you. We actually don't care anything about you. And so, uh, you may have a small subsection of parents and students is like, the fuck is this? But they're going to ignore the fuck out of them and keep on passing these fucked up rules. Yep. Um, yeah, um, last October, her post accusing a Western Heights public school principal of being a drag performer and various Oklahoma schools of having pornographic library books resulted in bomb threats against the schools. In August 2023, Walters came under criticism for reposting a video of right chicks that resulted in bomb threats against Ellen Ochoa Elementary School in Tulsa. 
Rychick has claimed that she is merely sharing information and can't control how her social media followers respond to her post. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. I'm so, I, this right here just makes me mad because it's one of them things where I'm looking like, you know what? Um, I don't know if they can, but I'll fucking sue her. Sue her. Be oh, like, she's been sued before. Yes. However, her account regularly echoes right-wing claims of LGBTQ plus people and allies, indoctrinating, grooming, and sexualizing kids, rhetoric that leads to violence against queer people and their allies. Her bio on X proudly touts her being labeled as a uh, stochastic terrorist, a person who uses mass media to provoke random acts of ideology-motivated violence. Anything that will get Walters likes and shares on Fox News and Newsmax. That's what she, he's going to do. Western Heights parent Amy Boone told the newspaper. Um, so yeah, this like they are empowering the dangerous people. Yes, they are. Um, this is this is a very real thing, and it's going to lead to somebody getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to claim any responsibility. Everybody going to be fucking lone wolf, even though you stoked the fires. And you know this is one reason why we tell people everybody talk about the 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 big elections. Your fucking local elections matter to who you put on the school boards, who appoint these superintendents. This the shit that fucking matters. Yeah, that's what the, the Republicans figured out is the off cycle elections and the. Um local elections the people that talk all that noise don't pay attention to them no they don't you can go look at my voting history we talk about voting a lot on this show but you look at my voting history i fucking vote i Mm -hmm. be voting in all them fucking local elections primaries all the shit it's been times where it's it be more poll workers than me and roger be 25 of them it'd be me and roger in the only people in there going through the whole process and the only reason i point this out is because a lot of people online will do this thing and I'm just calling them liars. I don't believe them, but they'll do this thing where they say, whenever it's a a presidential election, they'll talk about how, well, I don't vote. I'm not voting for the president. I only vote local. And, uh, and you know, that is just cause I say, I'm not voting for, uh, you know, the president, uh, race doesn't mean that I'm not, I don't participate. And it's a lie because the numbers show y'all don't. Then we, like you don't no. participate. If you don't vote, you just don't vote. That's right. just pretty much it. Um, and the the ones that do vote every four years, um, even they don't vote every election. So mm-hmm. there's a handful of us that vote all the time. And um, it's because I'm scared of shit like this. I, I went and looked up all my fucking local school people uh, yep. before we went to vote because I was like, uh, some of these motherfuckers will slip through because you're just not paying attention. Yes, yes. It's also one of those things, too, when it comes to, like, uh, the local elections, particularly the off-cycle elections, you uh, you almost have to be very diligent about it and actually just keep up on it and, you know, pay attention to the flyers and shit because a lot of times they'll change the dates, they'll move shit around, like, they'll do things like that where if you're not on top of it, even if you even if you are somebody that follows it, you have to be very – and they purposely re- rearrange shit on purpose change times like me and roger know a lot of the laws and shit that a lot of people might not know because they don't keep up with that shit they voted for years walk in there they like can you have your id what you mean i need to show my id because bitch you ain't been paying attention um a demographic tsunami is coming for the ballot box as more gen zers identify as non-white and lgbtq plus um, a recent survey from the Public Religion Research Institute has found that 28% of Gen Z adults identify as LGBTQ+, a massive leap from the 16% of millennials and 7% of Gen X and 4% of baby boomers and 4% of the silent generation that identifies as, as such. 
The comprehensive study also found that 21% of Gen Z adults identify as Republican and 27% identify as white Christians, making Gen Z more queer than Republican or white Christian. It's over for a white Christian male hegemony in the United States and time for an egalitarian and equitable society, said Harvard Law Cyber Law Clinic instructor Alejandra Caraballo on X. Um, Caraballo also celebrated what she called the democratic, the demographic tsunami heading for American politics, sharing a graphic from the survey that shows growing numbers of non-white Americans in addition to growing numbers of those who identify as LGBTQ+. Yeah, I, I think there's something to this, obviously. I think a lot of this is basically about literally representation and the changing climate of some of our media mm-hmm. that allows people to openly say they're gay or at least be in to be introspective enough to explore that within themselves that they can answer that on the survey because just because you answer it on survey doesn't necessarily mean that you're like out to everybody and all this stuff agreed but it's also one of the things i always try to kind of parse out when republicans say it as a dog whistle for their homophobia of like you're gonna you're gonna make my kids gay when you show them gay stuff on youtube and stuff and I'm like, no, but they are going to let the gay kids know that they can stop hiding it and that there's a life outside of just your your house and your parents and right. that you don't need to be ashamed and that there's people that are happy. There's people that have found love. There are people that create. There are people that <clears throat> are three-dimensional human beings that get to uh, craft their own narrative and their own story and they exist and um it's possible for you too. And that might be enough for your child to go, I'm not listening to you. I like I'm I like I do want to live my full free life and it might be outside of your house, but there's hope for me one day to get the fuck out of your house and live my life. And I think Republicans are so scared. Um, A lot of this stuff, I know it doesn't feel like it to people. And um, and I understand we're fearful and we're in fearful times, but there's part of me and I hope I'm right. Maybe I'll be wrong, but there's part of me that feels like these are the death throes. Some of the stuff that they're doing right now with the they numbers they have, mm-hmm. the only way they can win is is to to do the shit they're doing. Yes, the only, and and they've been lo- and they lost with it last time. But you know their last bash, their last hope is to just say, well, if we deny that we lost, then we won't really lose. Then we can't lose if we just want to admit we're losing. But uh, all that being said, of course, younger generation is really affected by the social media and by the um the um the, the 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 stuff like what's going on in palestine and stuff like that so i don't know that this necessarily means what she says when it's like it's coming for the voting right. booth mm-hmm. maybe but also maybe these people will be like i'm not participating in this system right because i'm young i feel like i got my whole life mm-hmm. ahead of me yeah i feel like that. it's more important to kind of represent myself as an individual than to yep. you know feel than to, than to feel like it's my job to and- civically participate and mitigate the harm of america I don't know that these kids necessarily believe that, but it is nice to see people feeling free to identify uh, more outside of the spectrum of just white, heterosexual, you know, all that shit. I agree, you know, and, you know, studies and statistics have shown young people don't vote. They just don't. 
you know, they have other shit to do. They're trying to live their lives. They don't realize the importance of it. They don't realize how much these laws impact them until they get quote unquote older. And society has kind of trained young people to think like that. Mm-hmm. If, if, if people actually push, Hey, this is a civic duty. This is something you have to do. Like this shit is important. You know, the laws and shit that are passed now, that you yada 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 and you go do some shit you go oh i didn't know i couldn't do that because that law got passed like that that's the shit that matters and if young people actually put a mandate and actually really consistently came out to the polls people and politicians would cater towards them but most of them ignore the fuck out of young people because they know this not worth the money and young people don't vote in mass not that they don't vote at all i've voted since i've been 18 but most young people do not vote yeah i don't know if it's most or whatever but yeah there's a large percentage that do not vote and i think less are planning to vote this year uh they did also in this poll 57 percent of americans between the age of 18 to 29 said they plan to vote in 2020 2024 49 percent so that's eight percent less um now who knows if that really counts you know what the what the exit polls look like and those numbers i don't know but yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and also I I I I say that, but then I'm gonna say this. I hope that a lot of them are paying more attention to the things that are happening around them. Like people upset about Palestine and shit like that. Great, but you're gonna have to vote. You sitting around and complaining is not gonna mean a motherfucking yeah, thing. Yeah, I, you I don't mean vote. that. Mm, I don't know if that's if that's true. Because if they're complaining about Palestine right now and they feel like Joe Biden's not getting it done, then you're saying, yeah, you're going to have to vote for who? Joe Biden. So they're not. I think that logic isn't working for them. I'm not saying I that I don't, I'm not saying that I agree with their logic, but it's the, that their rhetorical answer is like, well, then I shouldn't even vote. Um, I would just say there's more on the ballot than just that. Yes. You know, Roe v. Wade is still on the ballot. You know, yeah, that, that, that shit is real. That, that's that bigger picture thought. It, all these, all this section that we talk about every time, every time we're talking about this, it's a lot of Republicans passing these draconian laws, discriminate, discriminating and targeting LGBTQ people. And they don't give a fuck. They stand in line and they're monolithic. They, they say, um, okay, you want to appoint the, a woman from TikTok to ban the books and be a bigot? Cool. We're yeah. not about to quibble over the shit. No. Nope. And that's the difference between them and us. Yeah, not, you know, that's also, yes, you you can be a, 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 when it comes to voting, you have to vote on the multiple things. And, you know, there are some people that are truly one issue voters. And sometimes that could be a detriment because anything outside of your one issue, you don't give a fuck about, but it's more on the ballot than you're just your one issue. Yeah, I think also, I don't know how to express this without I'm not trying to piss people off, but I'm trying to be pragmatic and realistic about the approach. There's something to the fact that this one issue for people is not necessarily their issue, but they are hinging everything on this issue. And I feel like a lot of that is the power of social media. Agreed. Like it is the power, the peer pressure of it is, you know, it, like I forget, I think it was on the media I listened to. It's, this is a months old podcast. There's no way I know the name of it and to, to direct y'all exactly to the episode. Mm-hmm. But it had this episode about how many how people were using social media to basically mark their place of where they stand in this conflict, and you know whether it be a free Palestine or stop Jewish hate or whatever you were saying at the time. 
um, there was something about how people were almost putting out press releases as individuals. Like you're, you're just a person, right? You don't really affect much. There's not really anything that your social media post is going to change. It's more about identifying with other people and letting them find their like common cause and be like, we all agree or finding the people you don't agree with and and arguing with them, you know, if that's what you want to do. But the point was like the professionalism and the way it length of the statements and the way it was, it's like we're all participating in something. I felt the same. And for the record, this is not just a Palestine thing. I felt the same way during like Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And people used to pick on the white folks that will put up like a black square or a statement about how black lives matter to them. And, um, and there's like a production to it. It's very performative by its nature. Social media is performative by nature. It can't not be performative. We are performing something every time we hit send post or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I, it just seems like um, some of this stuff is hard to separate from like what's the wave and it's just like this is what we talking about now and what's not. But I know that the younger people are definitely affected by that stuff. And I don't know that there's ever going to be something that translates from real life to social media in a nuanced way because social media is not it does not reward a lot of nuance it more, mm-hmm. mostly rewards flat takes that are black and white mm-hmm. and so uh i think that's what a lot of this has come down to uh with, when it comes to that and unfortunately that may lead to some people not voting because they're just like well i don't want to have talked all this shit on social media and then go and vote for this shit after I, you know, everyone's been patting me on my back for saying I'm not going to vote and I'm not going to do anything. And I've been telling them there's no reason they can give me uh, that'll that'll change my mind. Right. And, and I think some of them are telling the truth and that'll, that's what's going to happen for them. Um, and then I, I will wonder um, how many of them there will be. And then I will wonder what they look like if Trump wins or something. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I I'm at a point where I'm not gonna want to hear shit. I'm not, not even, a, like I'm not even trying to be funny, funny about it. It's just I don't want to hear anything. There, everyone knows what's on the table. It's one of the reasons I right. feel so much peace about this election cycle. Mm-hmm. There's no conflict for me. Nope. I know exactly what is on the table. I know exactly what everybody stands for. I know exactly what's gonna happen if Trump wins. Yes. I know exactly what's gonna happen if Biden wins. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy to me to be like, well, I'm resolute. I know how. And so uh, when we cover these articles and stuff, man, it's so obvious that you can't you can't divorce voting and politics from it because so much of this is rooted in, you know, those people taking office and passing laws that you can't just you can't just wish away. Right. It has to be action behind it. And like you say, I I agree. Um, I'm not going to want to hear a motherfucking thing. Uh, you know, and 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 maybe this is just me being mean and harsh. I don't I don't care about your fucking tears. I don't care about you crying. I don't I don't care about the shock or dismay. I I am gonna be like I don't care. People told you you thought it was a game. You thought it was a joke. You didn't take people seriously, and now you want to act shocked and surprised. And the thing is, it's fucking round two, and round two is gonna be much worse than round one. The fuck is this? All right, let's move into uh, some other stuff. Uh, Let's just do some other news. All 
John Stewart is returning to The Daily Show as a host, but only on Mondays. And uh, the other correspondents will, I guess, host other days of the week. But he's also supposed to executive produce it uh, all the way through the 2024 U.S. election cycle. What is they doing over there? This is wild. Yeah, I think they wanted to make a splash since they kind of fumbled the whole thing with Roy. And John Stewart is a big name and a big splash, and him returning is a big deal. But John Stewart already has his own show. Yes, he does. Which I don't know if it got canceled or something, but you know, he he kind of had a show. Um, I think people will tune in and watch some of this. Um, he left because he said he was tired of covering all the elections and stuff. That was in twenty fifteen. He was like covering through three election like things have just is is too Warm much. Out. Um, but I guess maybe he feels back, uh, feels rejuvenated or it's an important moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see if this works or whatever. I'm not even gonna lie, man. I use, I was one of the few people that watched the daily show religiously mm-hmm. and, uh, partially because I had to go to New York and, and, uh, I didn't have access to my like DVR and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sitting at home. So I've lost, um, I just kind of fell fell off of watching the show, especially um, once they started doing that rotating host bullshit. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, this is the kind of thing that I could see the clips going viral on Twitter or something, and then maybe you tune in every once in a while. Because right now they lost all the heat. Like, they still don't never go viral no more. Mm-mm. It's just like... Because you don't have a dedicated host. Yeah, it's just such a bad look, but... Yeah, maybe, you know, I'm not as I'm not mad at Jon Stewart or so upset about the show or whatever. It's just more of a like, I guess we'll see what happens with this, you know. Uh, but yeah, only Mondays. Uh <laughs> part time. Yeah, just only Mondays. It's such a weird decision. He's like the rest of the week I want I want to do my own shit. Yeah, it sounds like they couldn't get him to do it full time agreed and they settled for that yes because he was like no i'm not doing this full time uh a flight to new york city on virgin atlantic had to get canceled because a passenger spotted missing bolts on the plane wing what right Mm mm-hmm And of course, you know, I I had the first the same thought you thought, Karen, when you first saw it. What's that? Where are the black people that did this? <laughs> Where are the boats, blackies? <laughs> Where the black crew? I know, I know, it was y'all. Was you smoking you know, Newports? You know, it was the darkest. What'd you have a fried chicken sandwich to get to? You said, "Oh, I gotta go stand in line at Popeyes. I don't have time for these last four boats. Uh, too busy eating that flounder sandwich." A white man would have did it right. <laughs> Thank God the, that they were able to see it. Um. So yeah, they they looked out the window and saw the plane boats was missing. So they had to cancel the flight. Um. Glad they caught it for that shit, guy. Now engineers were swiftly dispatched to conduct maintenance checks on the Airbus A three three zero. Uh, aircraft scheduled to take off at John F. Kennedy in- International in New York City. Um, despite reassurances from airline staff, Hardy remained concerned about the wing's safety, citing a recent incident for the Alaska Airlines plane. Um, 
The flight was canceled to provide time for precautionary additional engineering maintenance checks, which allowed our team the maximum time to complete their inspections. The safety of our customers and crew is always top for our, Yeah, because at that point, once somebody's noticed it, you can't put it in the air. Because motherfuckers going to be like, the last tweet this man had before the plane blew up was, oh, uh-oh, four boats is missing. Why <laughs> did he die? You getting sued. Right. And then they got to go find the black people that clearly did that shoddy workmanship, okay? <laughs> we all know white people are always the most complete workers. They work the hardest. That's why they were the people that did all the field work during slavery. They say, you can't trust this to a black. <laughs> uh, each of those panels has 119 fasteners, so there was no impact on the structural integrity or low capability of the wing. The aircraft was safe to operate, said Neil Forth, the Airbus local chief wing engineer for A330. Don't nobody want to hear that bullshit. Boats is missing. What are we talking about here? They're supposed to be there and they ain't. Right. If it's no big deal, why the boats ain't in there? Right. Then put the boats in. Put some duct tape on or something. Come on now. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, we can fix it with the fix the flat. No, bitch, we're in the air. This, no, we're not doing this. Ring will no longer allow police to request doorbell camera footage from users. Amazon-owned Ring will stop allowing police departments to request doorbell camera footage from users marking an end to a feature that has drawn criticism from privacy advocates. Um... They said it will sunset the request for assistance tool, which allows police departments and other public safety agencies to request and receive video captured by the doorbell cameras through a Ring's neighbor app. The company did not provide a reason for the change, which will be effective starting this week. They got sued. Something happened. Well, a lot of people have been against this. You know, mm-hmm. Deepon's one of these people that's against it. He's like, you shouldn't even have a Ring doorbell because you're helping the cops. And uh, my answer to that is, nigga, don't you own guns? Shut the hell up. <laughs> Like, get out of here. Don't you have some, some people to shoot or something? Um, but yeah, uh, police and other agencies can also still use the app to share helpful safety tips, updates, and community events. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can make a public post like, hey, uh, the, you know, I see those all the time where it's like, you know, t- blow out your candles before you go to sleep or whatever. Uh, the update is the latest restriction ring is made to police activity on the neighbor's app following concerns raised by privacy watchdogs about the company's relationship with police departments across the country. Critics have stressed the proliferation of these relationships and users' ability to report what they see as suspicious behavior can change neighborhoods into a place of constant surveillance and lead to more instances of racial profiling. Absolutely. Like, I'll be looking at them post on the neighbor's app. That'd be some bullshit. Half of the post is just honestly racism. Yes, just white folks scared. It's like suspicious kid, uh, I mean, suspicious grown man walking down the street, and then you click on the video, and it's a little kid licking a lollipop, skipping. And you're like, this is just racism. If this kid wasn't black, you'd be like, oh, kids having fun in my front yard. Right. You know? <laughs> It's like a, a motherfucker comes up with an Amazon vest on and a package, and you're like, uh, should I report this to the police? I believe this person is stealing packages, putting on Amazon uh, stuff, driving an Amazon vehicle, and leaving the suspicious boxes on my doorstep, coincidentally on the day that my packages were supposed to arrive from Amazon. <laughs> and I think we need to look into this. Police, can I get some help? Um, That's so, all them posts be. Yeah. Uh, H&M withdraws Australian school uniform ad uh, amid accusations of promoting pedophilia. This is like the second or third time they've been accused of that. 
It's like the second. Is it the way the uniform is like? I'm not gonna lie. I looked at the picture. I don't. I couldn't tell what the thing is, but I'm also not in this stuff, so I don't know. So this is the ad. Twenty nine ninety nine dress H and M is two kids in school dresses. It says make those heads turn in H and M's back to school fashion. That's the whole ad. And this person said, "What is your intention with this sponsored Facebook ad? Little schoolgirls generally don't want to turn heads. The large numbers I engage with in school want to be left alone to learn and have fun." Lord, you don't have any. This is online bullshit. The fuck we talking about here? Yeah, I don't know. The the company said the ad has been removed. We're deeply sorry for the offense this has caused, and we'll look into how we represent campaigns going forward. Yeah, I know they license out some of these advertising campaigns and stuff, and uh the, once again that uh a while ago they had that happen and they had like a person that really had some weird mm-hmm. pedophile shit in the background of the picture but, but that one i missed it if it's in there and i guess it's just i don't run in the pedophile circle so i wouldn't know I don't know um and i didn't see anything uh sexual about those little girls right but i guess to that person there was but they took it down maybe they just don't want to smoke though like, it might not have took it down because they thought they were wrong. They might have took it down because it's just like, no, nah, last time this shit got out of control. Uh, Americans' economic outlook brightens as inflation slows and wages outpace prices. Yay. After an extended period of gloom, Americans are starting to feel better about inflation in the economy, a trend that could sustain consumer spending, fuel economic growth, and potentially affect President Joe Biden's political fortunes. A measure of consumer sentiment by the University of Michigan has jumped in the past two months by the most since 1991. A survey by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York found that Americans' inflation expectations have reached their lowest point in nearly three years. And the same survey released last week found that the proportion who expect their own finances to improve in a year from now is at its highest level since June 2021. That's good. Economists say consumers appear to be responding to the steadily slower inflation, higher incomes, lower gas prices, and a rising stock market. Inflation has tumbled from a peak of around 9% in June 2022 to 3.4%. According to the Federal Reserve's preferred price gauge, inflation has reached the Fed annual's 2% target when measured over the past six months. That explains the two ninety nine chicken wings. That and also, you know, uh, other countries have been dealing with inflation too, not just America. Right. And so, you know, we've been not trying funny handling it very well, mm-hmm. you know, compared to other parts of the world. What's more, paychecks have outpaced inflation over the past year, thereby easing Americans' adjustment to a higher cost of living. Weekly earnings for the typical worker halfway through the highest and lowest earners rose 2.2% last year after adjusting for inflation, the government reported last week. By that measure, inflation-adjusted pay is 2.5% higher than before the pandemic. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I mean, that I yeah, and that's just interesting because so much of this is about feelings, mm-hmm. and that's how we measure the economy normally not with like actual measurables but just like how do people feel about it which makes it kind of tough to gauge what's real and what's not right they said they did a survey and they were saying that they asked they asked people the same question two different ways they asked you how do you feel about like the economy you know how do you know how do you feel financially about the economy it was terrible they never like how do you individually like you as a person feel about you know your finances that's great and people was like, yeah, it's a huge disconnect here. Like, these two things actually go hand in hand. But when people think of the quote-unquote economy as a whole, is doom and gloom, the sky is falling. When they was like, in reality, that's not true. 
when you ask them about their own individual finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, I'm just finding it interesting because, like I said, um, it's a feelings thing for people, and I know online there's a so much pessimism that I don't know that you can even divorce. Like I don't even know how realistic to measure stuff online is. Like I, like I said, I saw somebody pointing out that like, oh, this, this sandwich from McDonald's costs three dollars, and you a McChicken used to be a dollar, and it's like, okay, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Things are going to go up, and you know what it used to be? 50 cent. Before that, a nickel. Like, it's, mm-hmm. shit is going to go up in our lifetime, but if your wages go up, then that's good. But once again, you can always um, you can always kind of anecdotally make your feelings more important than facts, so you can be like, well, it don't matter what the, what the facts say. I feel like this. Or my person, my situation is like blank. Or, as you said, my situation is good, but what about these other people? I don't know. They could be having a bad one. Mm -hmm. So, mm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, um, What else I want to talk about? Oh, I know. Um, Let's do some uh, election news. Okay. Um, Proud Boys member sentenced to six years in prison for capital riot roll after berating judge. Lock them up. Berating a judge is a choice. Yes, it is. Y'all better quit fucking with these judges. <laughs> this this thing where they be like, uh, he's yeah, like I'm gonna talk my shit. It's like okay, uh, yeah. He told the judge, "You can give me a hundred years, and I do it all over again." His name is Mark Brew, B R U. He repeatedly interrupted Judge uh, Chief Judge James Bosberg before he handed down a sentence calling him a clown and a fraud and presiding over a kangaroo court. Yeah, they mimicking Trump. Um, that's the definition of no remorse in my book, the judge said. Yep. He's uh, described as one of the least remorseful rioters who assaulted the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, they say Brew planned for an armed insurrection on January 6, 2.0 attack to take over the government in Portland, Oregon, several weeks after the deadly riot in Washington, D.C. He wanted a repeat of January 6, only he implied this time would be more violent. Uh, he was representing himself with an attorney on standby. He has spewed anti-government. What the fuck you have no standby for? You represent yourself? I think they forced you to, basically. Oh, okay. They were like, I don't know what you're here for, I guess. Because a lot of times when people do shit like this, they then later go, I want a mistrial. I shouldn't have been allowed to represent myself. I need a real lawyer. And so they force a lawyer to be in there to be like, this motherfucker doesn't know the law, and here's what they can and can't say. Right. And someone needs to tell them. Mm-hmm. He has spewed anti-government rhetoric that appears to be inspired by the sovereign citizen music movement. At the start of the hearing, Brew demanded that the judge and the prosecutor turn over five years of their financial records. The judge gave him a ten-minute break to confer with a standby lawyer before the hearing resumed with more interruptions. I don't accept any of your terms and conditions. You're a clown and not a judge. It don't matter what you accept. The reality is, bitch, you're going to jail. Right. 
Um, he told supporters of the detained January 6th defendants that he would try to put on a good show at his sentencing. Bosberg convicted Brewer of seven, char- of seven charges, including two felonies, after hearing trial testimony without a jury in October. Prosecutors recommended a prison sentence of seven years and three months. Brewer appears to have envisioned and had been planning for a true armed insurrection, and from his post-conviction com- comments, he appeared only to have become further radicalized and angry since then. Um. So yeah, apparently they he got six years for this. Um, crazy. He spent thirteen minutes in the building. Six years for thirteen minutes. But th- he of course speedy posed, ass trial. It was like okay, you finished. All right, six years. Get get out of my courtroom next. He also posed for self selfie, making a hand gesture with the Proud Boys. <laughs> they got all the evidence is right there. Uh. So yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Kari Lake, remember her? She's the woman that looked like she, uh, a black person will shake out of her family tree. <laughs> um, Kari Lake is all, she's also a Republican that was, she was an election denier person that ran on the idea of like, um, I will run and if I lose, it's rigged. And if I win, of course, it, it, it's, it's real. It's not fake at all. Right. But if I lose, it's, it's obviously fake. And then, like, refuse to concede even though she clearly lost. And every everybody threw her shit out. Anyway, she is now um, calling on the Arizona GOP chair to resign after reports of leaked audio. Now, what's interesting here is in this leaked audio, she's on the audio. So she was she was aware of these comments. She, I don't know if she was aware of the recording, but she was aware of the comments because she was on the phone. Uh, she says he's got to resign. We can't have somebody who is corrupt and compromised running for the, running the Republican party. Now in this recording, the chair, uh, Jeff DeWitt appeared to be offering her money in exchange for her not running for office. There are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Uh, DeWitt reportedly told Lake in the recording saying only that these figures were from the East. Just saying, is there a number at which she cut them off? I can be bought. That's, that's what this is about. And he said, you can take a pause for a couple of years. You can go right back to what you're doing. She said she would not accept a billion dollars to lead a Senate race. Um, nobody, neither Lake or DeWitt responded to a request for comment. So, Mm-hmm. 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 and of All course right. these motherfuckers always doing the corrupt shit that they claim somebody else doing yes they always be the ones getting caught Pe- wow. pe- people voting twice and a Republican <laughs> a man gets arrested for voting twice you know you pass all these laws then you get locked up for the law that you just passed there's dark money in the you know <laughs> there's dark money in this and all this shit and you're like is it though like is that what the problem is right oh my god um yeah uh north carolina man charged in january 6th ride on the dc capitol says charges against him are overkill i went up there to support our country and whoop somebody's ass for from antifa the 46 year old terrell man told the charlotte observer in an exclusive interview on friday we have to protect the people his name is lee stutz well lee stutz if they get you gone to jail yeah 
Uh, I wore a helmet and had my fist. I roughhoused a little bit, but I didn't punch them. None of that. He said, referring to the assaults against law enforcement officers on the Capitol. It's like, it's a little roughhousing. You know, push them around a little bit. You know, a it's building a game. y'all didn't wasn't supposed to be in. Little horseplay, Karen. Little you can't horseplay with the cops mm-hmm. during the insurrection. No, you can't. Uh, he was arrested and charged in November. It's free pending the outcome of his case. Um, so we'll see what happens to him. But yeah, he's, he said y'all overreacting. Calm down. What y'all so mad about? Look, little insurrection. That's it. Just a little bit. Just a pinch of insurrection. Uh, Mike Lindell says Fox News canceled my pl- pillow after network ad pulls that his ads, uh, and this is clearly because he's a guy that keeps pl- peddling election fraud lies, mm-hmm. and uh, of course Fox is scared because they lost that you know, lawsuit. That, they was like, yeah, no. I think they settled right, like they were gonna lose, and then they settled right, something like that. So they-, they know that they agreed to not have that kind of shit around the network, mm-hmm. and so they pulled his ads because this motherfucker is empowered. And he lost a lot by that. of money because he was yeah. fucking every. At one period of time, he was literally everywhere. What a fucking coop! That nigga sold pillows. Pillows. I feel like we are losing sight of these are the the nut jobs Trump has brought to our lives. But this nigga sold pillows for a living and then suddenly was like, I'm a, a expert on elections and these elections were stolen because I say so. Anyway, buy pillows from me. Mm-mm. What a fucking nutbag. Right. We just let that happen. Yes, they did. <sighs> um, all right. Let's move out of this, okay? Let's move into a different segment. Um, how about uh, where are we at? 105? Give y'all about another segment. Let me see. How about some guess the race? This time for guess the race. This this time for guess the race. This time for guess the race. This time for guess the race. All right. A Las Vegas police officer set to go to trial over $165,000 stolen in three casino heists. Three? Mm-hmm. If you're going to do them, do three of them. That's what I always say. Yeah, he Ocean Eleven. What the hell is this? I always say heists come in threes. It's like celebrity deaths. You know, you don't. Oh, no. You don't rob a casino. You rob three. Okay, complete the set. They're all on the same strip. It's not even you're lazy <laughs> the if you don't do it. Trilogy. Yeah, you're lazy if you don't do it. This former Metro police officer on trial right now accused of carrying out three casino heists in the space of four months. Prosecutors say 35-year-old Caleb Rogers stole nearly $165,000 from strip casinos using his service weapon. We have some video of a court appearance he made back in March. Prosecutors say he is a gambling addict who committed the crimes to get out of debt. That trial expected to last until at least the end of the week. Brian? I hope he he really got out of debt and didn't fuck around. Not his service weapon. Right. The the gun that they give him. Damn. Right? Somebody was like, ain't that a police gun? Did he pull his gun out and go, freeze? (laughs) Right. You got the right to, oh, wait, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. I'm sorry. Just give me the money. Uh, I don't care about you remaining silent. (laughs) White. Karen says white for Caleb Rogers. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. 
Uh, seeing his story is just sad and not cool. That's not a race. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter white. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he had some shades and a suit. Uh, 7-Eleven craps white. White. He had a racially diverse crew of people he robbed it with. <laughs> uh, fake white training day. Andy Garcina, Garcia Latino. Uh, the correct answer is white. Karen, you got it right. And I'm not going to boo you, the person that said Andy Garcia Latino, because that was kind of you hedging your bet, because Andy Garcia definitely could pass for white. Uh, so <laughs> I can see I'm that. not saying he is white, but I'm just saying he's taking on some roles that were not Latino, if you know what I'm saying. And <laughs> Shout out to him and his, his agent, booking him those good gigs. Come on, good gigs. All right, let's go to the next one. Um, let's see. Um... Uh, uh wait i know i've covered some of these before what the fuck uh all right south decatur teacher charged with stalking sent 600 text messages to a student 600 right i don't even think i got that in my phone i've been saving my phone for years i ain't got no 600 text messages i'll definitely have 600 text messages but uh a south dakota the South Decatur high school teacher has been charged with stalking and sending a 15-year-old student more than 600 text messages, which included lewd and smutty jokes and memes. The teacher allegedly even showed up to one of the students' baseball games after he quit responding to her messages. Wow. <gasps> not a teacher showing up. You and just say, you, you, you not going to text me back? Your phone, bing, bing, and, and. Why do you always... What is your teacher doing here at the game? I know. He, Holding a boom box <laughs> over her head, wearing a ah! trench coat. They always be like, man, you don't never have your phone on anymore. You always have it turned off. I'm just... I. It doesn't make... This is crazy. Yes, it is. Paige Simon, 28, of Osgood, was arrested on Friday. She's charged with stalking and official misconduct, both level six felonies, along with misdemeanor charge of battery. Also, she physically assaulted somebody uh so the investigation into her began april 18th after reports of possible inappropriate behavior between the teacher and the student in addition to sending hundreds of text messages to the student between february and april simon allegedly had sexually related conversations with the juvenile and another student while in the classroom simon reportedly told students about her sex toys and how she uses them to pleasure herself (gasps) A teacher reported that Simon let the students call her derogatory names that were sexual in nature, including kids referring to her as the, as a, oh, cum dumpster. Oh, no! Uh, Police reviewed 600 plus text messages sent between the juvenile and Simon and noted many of them were jokes and memes. Um, Huh. Is the teacher going to come out and say they're going to have OnlyFans? This is how you crack the case and let us know that's what you're really trying to do? Uh, the student also reportedly told the police that Simon would frequently touch his arm or shoulder and on one occasion ran her fingers through his hair. The school was also informed of an incident where Simon tried to take the student's phone and reached towards his crotch with her hand lingering in the area. <gasps> police said the student quit responding to the messages, but she kept messaging him vulgar jokes anyway. Simon also reportedly showed up to one juvenile's baseball game, one of his ju- games, after he had blocked her number. She was reportedly found crying on at least two occasions by another teacher. Well, that's awkward. It's like, what's going on? No, do you, do you won't call me back. Oh no, your your husband or your boyfriend? No, this kid from third period, man. What the fuck? 
What did I do wrong? Uh, Simon has allegedly been upset that the student was no longer interacting with her and feared she'd done something to make him mad at her. You're an adult. He, they might want somebody their age. The school says she resigned from her position three weeks ago. Karen, guess the race. Why you resigned? I didn't fire you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's check the chat room. Let's see what they... That doesn't make sense. She thought she was looking at an H&M ad. She was like, uh... <laughs> Clearly, he was trying to turn heads with his outfit. Right? Uh, Mary- Shouldn't have had them baseball stripes on. That's his fault. Mary Kay Letourneau, <laughs> uh, take your nasty ass to jail. White, baseball white, panini-pressed-ass white woman who needs to be put under the jail. Definitely a white. Teacher was watching way too much hentai white. White as to come in her dumpster. Oh, no! Shay. Oh, no! Blue eyes, white devil woman creeping on kids. White as fuck. Lowered expectations, white. The correct answer is white. <laughs> Also, like, you're shooting a super long shot by saying I'm a cum dumpster and expecting people to be like, I'm into that. Right. I'm not saying there's nobody into that. I'm just saying it's a, it's a long, a, that's it's, a, a it's from way downtown. Genre. Yeah. It's people, they look, people specifically go and look for that. You're shooting from the logo when you start <laughs> off with I'm a cum dumpster and, yes. and expect the, the person to be like, well, keep texting. I need to hear this out. All right, Karen is two for two so far. Um, let's go to the bonus round. That bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. Gold piece, gold chain, wearing fried chicken and biscuit, eating monkey, eating baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear, chucking 360 degree. Basketball. Ooh, completing this dark ass episode of the podcast. Thank God we're funny. <laughs> um, a Pennsylvania woman is charged with torturing a series of animals in a bid to pile up likes on YouTube's on YouTube. Attention is currency. Mm-hmm. I, I, am I the only one to currency mean currency to me? Like I, I want money. Like pay me the fuck is attention and I'm broke. I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got caught up in the likes. Next thing you know, you're torturing rabbits and shit. All right. Um, acting on a January 19th tip from PETA, cops arrested Anigar Monse, Monse, okay, Anigar Monse, 28, uh, in connection with multiple harrowing vids. According to the probable cause affidavit, the clip showed a scantily clad woman using a dull knife to torture rabbits, chickens, frogs, and <gasps> pigeons by slowly disemboweling and otherwise mutilating the animals while still alive. Ow! Police say the woman seen in the videos, which were posted live on the YouTube account, <gasps> Mother and Daughter was the title of the YouTube account. That's kind of... was Monsi. I don't think that's what they meant. Somebody go, ooh, mothers and daughters. Oh, shit. The fuck is this? Uh, she lives in Upper Darby, a Pennsylvania suburb. Uh, the affidavit includes graphic descriptions of the alleged animal cruelty. She repeatedly commented on the number of viewers and likes, solicited more because she harmed a chicken. Uh, in August 2023 broadcast, she encouraged viewers to like the video before she kills the animals and repeatedly made sexualized comments. It appears some of the viewers have joined the live stream specifically for the sexualized content. A chat moderator working with Monty solicited financial donations from viewers, adding that if y'all don't like, she's not going to start. 
So I guess it's so it's like a, a fetish scam? for some. I don't know who's. Whose fetish it is to be like, I need you to kill some animals and talk sexual to me. Right. Um, when questioned by the police, she reportedly confessed to harming the animals. When each of the videos was played in Monsi's presence, she became visibly upset and requested that it be turned off. Uh, she was charged with four aggravated cruelty to edible counts and booked into the Delaware County Prison, where she is being held in lieu of $200,000 bail. Uh, she's scheduled for a February 5th preliminary hearing in district court. Karen, guess the race. What's the name again? Uh, Anagar Monsi. Anagar Monsi. Mm-hmm. I would say something about Latino. Latino. All right, let's check the chat room. Indian or Southeast Asian? This some serial killer shit. White, what the fuck with these views? Upper Derby is about 20 minutes from Philly, says M. Nicole, but what's the race? Harmed a chicken, did not fry it. Persian. <laughs> Latina. You don't have to kill lonely at serial cow. Oh, you don't have to kill lonely at serialkillersonly.com. Latina. <laughs> White as hell. All right. And the correct answer is what'd you say? Latino. Latino. Okay. The correct answer is black. Is that nice? I demand a recount. I'm sorry, is that not a black woman to y'all? Like a black woman to me? I I still don't see you. Up up yeah, yeah, that's that's a black woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took a while for the picture to come up, but yeah. And it looked like this picture at the bottom is the one of her on YouTube or whatever with a low cut wow. dress and holding a bird that she's probably gonna fuck up. Um, oh, I got that all not with that name. I got that all the way wrong. Yeah, I I mean it's kind of funny because her name is Anigar, A Nick. All right. <laughs> uh, the correct. I missed answer that was one. Black. My bad. Let's go to that one. I'm sorry, that was too deep. It flew over my head. Let's go to the sword ratchetness. Shame on me for <laughs> not catching the context clues. Police arrest four youths for cutting cake with sword. Uh, Chattershrongi police on Thursday arrested four youths and detained a minor boy for using a sword to cut a birthday cake. The accused cut the cake that had an image of Yerawada Central Jail with a sword to celebrate the birthday of their friend and accused in the MCOCA case who is jailed there. The incident happened around 7.30, December 30th in Janwadi, but it came to light after his video went viral. A magisterial court sent suspects Umbarud, Anaket Katurd, uh, Anaket Dautre, and Vishal Ratnakar, uh, all from Janwadi, uh, into police custody until Saturday. The minor boy was sent to an observation home. We can't cut cake with regular ass knives. They don't play over there. They and if you cut it with a knife, they will put you in jail. We've covered several stories. With, like a, with this. a sword, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, with a sword. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. we've covered several stories. What, what I don't get is why people are still doing it and recording themselves. <laughs> yes, knowing that they like no bitch. The evidence is right there. You don't even have a case. <laughs> They're like, just use a regular knife or a cake slicer. The fuck is this? I mean, I guess what's funny is America's so desens. I'm so desensitized being American. 
You know, if I saw Deepom shooting a gun to do a gender reveal for his kid, I wouldn't even blink an eye because I'm like, that's just what we do in America. We do America, gender reveals. Fuck bur- yeah. Burn up half the fucking forest with it and we just move on like and nothing we happened. Move on. Meanwhile, in uh other countries, if you use a fucking sword to cut a cake, you going to jail, homeboy. <laughs> yes, you is. Stop playing. <laughs> they was like, this is not a game. Yeah, you better put the motherfucking sword down, dog. They they are they are locking people up. You're going to jail. Uh Havalder Shridhar, I'm sorry, Havalder Shridhar strike in his complaint said the arrested men and 10 others gathered in the Janata Vasahat in Janwadi on December 30th to celebrate the birthday of their friend Shumham Shirkar, uh, an un- under trial prisoner in the Yawada jail. Senior Inspector Balaji Pandhar uh the said the suspects arranged a cake with an image of Yarada jail and Shrikar on it the suspects then cut the cake with a sword and waved it in the air with the intention of creating terror among local residents <gasps> we have recovered the sword we have arrested Shrikar in a vandalism case last year we later invoked the stringent provisions of the Maharashtra uh, Control of Organized Crime Act, the MCOCA, after investigators revealed he was a member of an organized crime syndicate. Well, this ain't doing much to prove he's not. Right? Because this is basically the free the homies cake. That was the <laughs> bail out the block, you know. Don't, don't forget about the ones that's Waving locked up. around, scaring people and shit. Yeah, like that was a that was a whole thing they did there. Um. So, yeah, there you go. Be careful at these birthday parties, everybody. Be careful, y'all. All right, that's it. Until next time, uh, Saturday, we do our feedback show. Uh, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.